the Fantasy Six-Pack Hour. With your hosts, Joe Bob and A.J. Appleton. All right, welcome to the Fantasy Six Back Hour. My name is Joe Bond, founder of FantasySixPack.net. With me as usual, Mr. AJ Abercarth. What's up, man? Mike, you look like you want to say something. What's up, man? Me? No. All right. No, Mike. Mike like jumped into like, the I'm, stream there for a second, and I'm here. I'm looked good. like he was about to say something, but guess not. I was All gonna. Right. I was trying to do a quick Blistex apply while the oh uh, gosh. promo Mike. was going on, and then gotta, of gotta have I your shiny lips. Bumbled Mike. it right below me. I was like, <laughs> so now I'm gonna just do it. In front okay, of so we're so we're good. We're good. We're good. Yeah. Um. Anyway, uh. So tonight. We are going to be getting you all ready for week 10. I almost said seven. Why the hell did I say seven? Week 10 of the fantasy football season playoffs are right around the corner, everybody. So uh, get ready. Make those trades to get there or make those trades to win it. Maybe both. Uh, Anyway. All right, so um, before we get there, though, just want to remind everybody, you know, go to fantasysixpack.net slash plans, become an all-access member. You're going to get access to our award-winning rankings. We, uh, I'm, I'm number six right now overall. We just had Dennis Sosik, by the way, win week nine. Um, so that is phenomenal. And uh, our IDP guys over there, they are crushing it. Um, they're all three of them are in the top 10 for IDP. It is phenomenal. So, uh, make sure you go over there uh, and, uh, and join our site, become a member to get access to those rankings early. You're going to get access to all the DFS content from Chris and Dave and Keith Fleming. And, um, the best of all, you're going to get access to all of us directly on our discord. Uh, our discord is free. But we've got, you know, the the members only channels where you can ask us our, you know, advice whenever you want. Um, so go there and do that. And then, of course, guys, please hit that subscribe button, that like button. It's over here somewhere, I think. I don't know. I'm pointing down here. Um, and, uh, yeah, do your thing, guys. Um, it helps us out. So um, without further ado, let's let's bring in our Guest of honor this week, Anthony Savina from FF Faceoff. You've been on the show before. Yeah. The real NFL guru. What's up, man? Welcome back. Oh, guys. Happy to be here. It's much. Happy to have you back. Terrible being away from this great Thursday night football game we have going on. Uh, Yeah. um, I probably would be (laughs) asleep on the couch watching this game right now it's yeah. uh it's a field goal fest after a punt return so yeah, it is what it is <laughs> yeah what first, else do we first expect touchdown betters are not happy with the that. bears <laughs> yeah definitely uh, not yeah anyway All right um so yeah so we're gonna jump into some news first here and um obviously the the big news here is Kyler Murray returns and I want to get both of your all's thoughts on 
you know, how this impacts the offense, you know, obviously we care about Marquise Brown, James Conner, who should be returning this week, uh, we think. And then um, Trey McBride is obviously an interesting uh, player too. Uh, Michael Wilson. And then just Kyler Murray himself. Like, what do you really expect from him? Like, is he fantasy startable right away? And uh, Anthony, we'll start with you. Yeah, I'm excited about Kyler Murray coming back. And it's perfect timing. I have a couple of FFPC teams with Patrick Mahomes on a bye, and I've had Kyler Murray stash. So I'm banking on a Kyler Murray coming back and, and performing at a Kyler Murray level. Four years in the NFL, uh, he's been the QB 11 or better in fantasy points per game every single season. Uh, and, and, and yeah, he does a lot with his legs, but he also has a pretty good arm. And, and I want to go like to, to Hollywood Brown, right? Like Hollywood Brown last year when DeAndre Hopkins, I think he was serving a suspension. Brown was a wide receiver, one in PPR. Uh, nope. So Kyler being back provides a, a big time boost to guys like Hollywood Brown. And, and I think Kyler Murray, uh, this Falcons defense isn't what it was the first month of the year. This Falcons defense looked legit. I think they've the, the, the entire Falcons team has taken a step back. So I'm expecting a solid week. I, I think we can get a top 12 performance out of Murray this week. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, I definitely like the, the upside. If Connor is also back, sounds mm-hmm. like he's still dealing with a little bit more, um, you know, health issue. He may not be uh, be back for sure. But either way, this this whole entire team has to have like a huge boost with with Murray coming back. Um, it, Anthony, like you, I have Jalen Hurts in a league, and I've been mm. sitting on Murray for this week specifically. I actually picked up Bryce Young a couple of weeks ago just because I wasn't sure um, what was going on with that, Uh, you know, whether or not I I would actually have Murray for this week. But looks like I do, and I made the switch earlier tonight. I was like, yeah, I'm not playing Bryce tonight, Uh, and I'm glad I I did not. Um, That's an easy choice. (laughs) Yeah, even, even if Murray somehow does not play, which I'm not believing at this point. No, he, he's playing. I will find somebody else because it's just, it's better than what Bryce yet. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, look, I'm a little nervous with Kyler. I mean, like, we, we've seen what, you know, time off does to quarterbacks. You know, they're not used to the speed of the game. Like, yeah, they could be practicing, but, you know, it is what it is. My biggest concern with Kyler himself is, Anthony, what something you said is, look, he does rely on his legs to provide a lot of fantasy value. So that is a concern for using him. Now, we're in a pretty bad bye week for quarterbacks. I mean, we're missing Tua. We're Hmm. (laughs) missing... There's a lot of good quarterbacks gone. So of course that's going to boost his value massively. Um you would you start him over, you know uh Minshew? Probably. <laughs> like yeah. if you're rolling the dice, yes. 
Yeah. You're probably starting, you're probably starting Kyler if you've got him on, you know, you've been stashing him this long. Um so I do I do worry long term, you know, it you know, with with Kyler coming back. I also worry, like, you know, just I do sort of think this Cardinals front office is trying to figure out ways to not be good. So I wonder if that like play calls might not be as good as we hope, but I mean, like ultimately I Kyler's fine. Um, you're probably playing him this week with all the, the, you know, the crappy bi-week quarterbacks that we're dealing with. But I mean, would I be shocked if Kyler goes out there and throws up like a nine spot? No. Would I also be surprised if he goes out there and puts up 25 points? Absolutely not, because it's Kyler Murray. Yeah. That's the risk you play with a running quarterback coming off an ACL injury his first week. That's the risk you take. So um, you are going to have to decide if you've got Kyler Murray and anybody like decent, you know, if you want to play the upside, the ceiling with Kyler, or if you want to, you know, play it safe and go with the guy who, you know, you know is probably going to give you like 15, 16, 17 points. That's what you got to go with. So um, next up here, we, we've got some injuries here and um, mainly at the tight end position. So obviously last week we, we saw Darren Waller go in the IR. So that was a big injury here for tight ends. We've also got Dallas Goddard, who uh, is dealing with a forearm fracture. Uh, AJ, I'm going to start with you, man, because you are the resident Eagles fan. Yeah. Um, what's, uh, what's your what's your take on how the Goddard injury impacts this Eagles offense? Anybody, you know, benefit from it? I, I mean, the other tight ends on this roster in uh, Calcaterra and, and Stoll aren't really any kind of threat to, to Goddard's targets, uh, you know, in a normal setting. Um, I don't really see them being utilized a whole lot here either. And I mean, hell, let's look at it for what it is. Goddard wasn't even really a big factor for this offense until recently. Um, you know, it's sure. been the AJ Brown show for the majority of the season. Sure. And, um, you know, but Goddard has been involved more. Uh, it, it's it sounds like it's a very clean fracture, um, so that's what's giving him this four week turnaround. Now I don't know if that's including this week and four weeks total is is the hope, obviously. But you know they have the buy this week, as we've mentioned, and that's helpful. And uh, you know. But this is this is a rough stretch, you know, for for the Eagles right now. Obviously, they already started it last week with Dallas, and then you've got Kansas City after the bye on Monday night. Um, Buffalo's mixed in there. You see Dallas again, uh, and then they have Seattle. So this is a, a the the gauntlet stretch that you know, mm-hmm. everybody's been talking about. Everybody in Philly radio is going over you know over the moon about the stretch and what they're gonna do and you know philly hasn't been playing 
their best football yet either. So the fact that they've lost a key cog in the receiving game when they really don't have a, a viable rushing attack right now, um, it, it is worrisome to me. So I think hopefully they'll work on getting the running game back in action and getting Swift literally going again uh, over the bye week, you know, break and whatnot. Um, this team's beat up in general. The safeties, if they're not beat up physically, they should be beat up mentally because they're just getting torched. Um, you know, this bye week couldn't have come at a better time, basically. Yeah. But with Goddard, I, I think it's definitely a loss. Um, but I, I think this could be where Julio Jones actually becomes. Ooh, no, no, no. Um, Nah, he I, becomes I, I, relevant. I think, uh, I think this is going to go somewhere I'm going to go. So no, and listen, then I'll let you go listen first, to Andy. why I say that, because no, no, what no. they were doing with Goddard a lot was these little sweeps out of the backfield. You know, that was kind of his bread and butter. Um, it, it's basically, you know, part of this RPO plan. If they're not going to have the running back going out of the backfield, he's peeling off of the line. Uh and he was getting some of this action. I think this is where Julio can be utilized and be useful for this team. Okay. Anthony, I'll, Anthony. Let, I'll let you say your piece. Uh, do your thing, man. I'm kind of with you that Julio Jones could be a little bit more involved uh, without Dallas Goddard. Now, obviously, Julio Jones is not a tight end, but he's also not the same wide receiver he was. He's also True. a 6'3", 220, big-body wide receiver. I, I think we're yeah. going to see a little bit more red zone action from Julio Jones. Mm -hmm. I can see that, definitely. Yeah, I mean, the one thing that I look at is the, uh, the usage last year of Devonta Smith. I think he's the mm -hmm. big winner here. When yeah. Goddard was out of the lineup last year due to injury, Devonta Smith was a, a monster. And so I think people who in, in you know there's a there's a lot of <laughs> there's a lot of Devonta Smith's uh managers, myself included, AJ year one, Mike yep. year one, we've talked about this, who are frustrated. It has not been the year we hoped. Um but should have touched Goddard being Allen. out these next few weeks could be a godsend for one. Like, look, if Goddard misses the rest of the season, the regular season, because the Eagles go, Oh, we've already locked up a playoff spot. Who cares? Right? We don't need to bring him back, we'll save him with the playoffs. Then Devonta Smith is golden the rest of the year. I think mm -hmm. if they do bring him back, if they do bring Goddard back, they're going to probably slow roll him in or. Uh, well, maybe I shouldn't say that because trade trade deadlines are probably gone by that point. Never mind. I was gonna say you could trade him, but never mind. Trade deadlines are gone by that point. Either way, trade. like I think they're gonna. I I I believe they would like slow play Goddard back in, you know, so they don't like you know re break a a bone there. Like you know, how many friends do you know AJ that are, like broke a bone, went out back and did their own stupid shit, and then. <laughs> Broke it again right away. Like, yeah, come on. I, I, mean, I, the I entire know entire cast of that, jackass. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think we got a lot of questions already, Mike. Uh, you want to pull some of these up before we jump into the rankings? There we go. Uh, George Play zero one. Hey guys, Kate Otten or Najoku rest of season. Who wants this one first? 
I'll take it. It's Njoku. With Watson back, it's Njoku. I know Otten had that monster yeah. game. Yeah. Rest of the season with like kind of streamable players is such a tough. Somebody asked me a rest of the season question with a defense, and I was like, that doesn't exist. <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to give you this week's answer, and then I'm going to give you next week's answer. Just, and I'm just wait till just wait for the kickers rest of season question. Yeah. <laughs> that one's actually easier. Okay. <laughs> that one's actually easier than defenses, in my opinion. But it to me yeah. it's a Joku. Watson back. I know Odd had a great game. Well, Odd's fine. He's streamable though. Um, but Njoku's my guy. Anybody else? Yeah, yeah I'm with you here on, on Njoku. Usually a slow starter anyway. He's gone double-digit PPR points in four of his past five games. He's starting to heat up. We got Watson back. I don't love, like, the next two matchups aren't great against Baltimore and Pittsburgh, but if you look at his schedule, week 12 to 17 going into and through the fantasy playoffs, uh, David Njoku is is a potential smash start. I don't want to say smash start, but a a high-floor PPR tight end uh, that can potentially take you to a championship. Yeah. Yeah. AJ I think screen? smash starts overzealous. <laughs> I love uh, it. No, I'm, I'm going in Joku on this. Cool. Speaking I, of Watson, he also I think wants we got to one know. more. So Purdy yep. or Watson this week. Mm. I'm going to let somebody else start with this one. Hmm. I, I'm leaning watson uh this is a big game you know baltimore is projected right now i mean what they've been looking at in the rankings they are ahead of the eagles in some of these rankings specifically espn's rest of season rankings um obviously espn i don't feel like they know as much as maybe they used to uh (laughs) but i think this this division in general is always very tight and tough matchups. Um, Baltimore typically, except Baltimore smashed them early. Yeah, it's seven and two. <laughs> so there you go. Everybody else is five and three. So I think this game has a lot of meaning for the division. So I'm I'm leaning really on Watson does. over Purdy. Purdy's he he's turned into Mister Irrelevant at this point. I mean he's he's not this pretty shiny toy you know, that everybody thought he was. And yeah, that's my, my take. Anthony, you got an answer? You know, I I think it's close, right? Because Deshaun Watson finally gives us a a solid game coming off the injury uh, against Arizona. I I don't love this matchup against Baltimore. You know, I I heard, I forgot what media pro, I think it was like the carton show on FS1, uh, they were saying that this Baltimore defense is, is is could be better than the 2000 Ravens. I think that's asinine. Nobody's better than There's 2000 Ravens. There's a lot of talk. Nobody. They they've, they have some pretty like gaudy stats. Yeah, it's nothing like that defense, but they do have some phenomenal stats that put yeah. them in that, that range. Was, so I'm sorry. agreeing with you that they're not that defense, but it's still good. It is. Uh, and then on the other side, you have Brock Purdy. And and Purdy actually had a really nice start to the year in fantasy. Uh, and, and then it kind of took a nosedive. It was against Cleveland week six. Uh, and, and then against Minnesota, a little bit better against Cincinnati. 
Uh, if you're in a league where you get penalized for for giveaways, he's had five in the past three games. Maybe coming off the bye week, things get better. Jacksonville, Tampa, the next two weeks, really good matchup. So, like, you can throw on the Jacksonville Jaguars. My my thing is, who's what is who is this San Francisco offense? What is it? Ayuk hasn't really gotten going since week one. Debo, we know he's hot and cold. The same thing with Kittle. So, like, if this offense is going to get going, uh, these receivers need to help Brock Purdy out. I'm actually leaning Brock Purdy in here. I, I don't yeah. know. If, I don't know. If, I actually like Jacksonville to, to cover the three and possibly win outright. But I, I think right. wise Brock Purdy uh, will be close with Watson. But but I think we get a little bit better out of Purdy. Yeah. So um, Jamie, uh, friend of the show here and uh, Anthony, you know, Jamie as well. He is uh, giving my pick away here. Joe has Purdy ranked QB seven this week and Watson 23. So it's not close. I'm yeah dead set on that. Uh, Watson going against this Baltimore defense that is the best yep. against fantasy quarterbacks right now, and this defense is nasty. Uh, Purdy's going against Jacksonville, and you just said it. You can pass against this yeah. team. Like the Jacksonville defense has been decent, but they can be passed on. Um, so this is Purdy, and look, they're. Right now, trends are that Debo is coming back, and that yeah. makes that team so much different. So they're going to have Debo, Ayuk, and CMC back. We've seen what they do when all three of those guys are on the field. This offense clicks, and they are scary. And, uh, you know, they could easily put up 30 points on the Jags, I think. So uh, give me Purdy easily here. So... Um, one more question here, Dion on Facebook here. So I pulled off a trade burrow Jerome Ford for Laporta. Did I give up too much? I had Allen and Tua. Mm, no, I mean, Ford was probably a, a expendable. I would, I, so giving up burrow and you had Allen and Tua. Jesus. No. Do you need a tight end? Absolutely. That's that's the play. I, I yeah. Laporte has been monster. As long as it's not dynasty, you obviously have the quarterback to, to, right. to pull this off. Yeah. Yeah. No, so though, as long as it's not dynasty or I'm super cool flex, it. even like yeah. even like super mm. flex, I guess maybe I wouldn't have done that. because yeah. but uh I mean that seems I don't know why you would have I don't know how you got Allen in bro. I get how you could get Tua later because I, you know, he was somebody could drop a row early yeah. in the season. It's possible. As crazy as it sounds, not everybody's on fantasy Twitter, and it's somebody some some home leagues like Burrow could have been dropped after the injury and the bad start. Uh oh, wow, I don't know about that, but um, anyway, I saw it. Let's jump into a couple of questions here, Mike. Let, let let's do this thing, man. All Boys right, from the sky. <laughs> so Anthony, since you're our special guest, you get to start first. All right, we're gonna start off with quarterbacks here. Who would you rather start? Geno Smith against the Commanders or mm. Trevor Lawrence at uh the Niners? Uh, 
I'm leaning Trevor Lawrence here. I, I get Gino. He's at home. He has the matchup. The Commanders fire sale. The, the the you know the front seven of our defense. That makes me like Kenneth Walker and, and Charbonnet a little bit more. Uh, where when you look at Trevor Lawrence, this is going to be one of those games where I think Trevor Lawrence is going to have to pass the ball, especially if the 49ers offense is clicking the way it could click. Like you guys said, with Debo back, it's scary. They're going to put up points. Uh, so they're not going to be able to lean on the Travis Etienne. Uh, to, it's, and 49ers obviously really good at stopping the run. So this should be a game if you look at the 49ers de- defending the pass. They're not that good. They're vulnerable in the back end of their defense. This could be possibly a a Calvin Ridley game, Christian Kirk, uh, and Evan Ingram. Uh, So I'm expecting a big game out of Trevor Lawrence. Plus, this is nobody believes in the Jaguars, right? Like, no matter who they beat or what they do, nobody respects Jacksonville. And if Trevor Lawrence and the Jaguars want to respect, you beat the 49ers at home. No, I, I completely agree. There's really nothing else to say. Uh, Anthony, you said it all. The, the Niners, we said it earlier on. Uh, and, you know, we've said it for a couple of weeks because the Niners seem to be a team that Mike wants to, me to pick on. Um, but they're, they've been eaten up in the mm. passing game. Like Josh Jobs got them a few weeks ago. Yeah, they shut down Dak. Then they said on PJ Walker, but Cousins got him. Joe Burrow got him. They've been they've been eating alive, and now that we're getting you know off a of bye week, Trevor Lawrence, Kirk Cousins, or not Kirk, um, Christian Kirk, you know uh, Calvin Ridley, Evan Ingram. I I, I think you know it, the trend's going to continue. So uh, I'm 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 all in on Trevor Lawrence over um, Geno Smith. It, the matchup's juicy, but uh, give me give me give me Lawrence. It definitely is a a very juicy matchup. The only team not to score a uh, you know touchdown from a quarterback position against Washington was Week One in Arizona. Um, also, Josh Jobs. Josh Jobs. But, um, yeah, ever since I then, get it, though, man. Three touchdowns. One, two, four, two, two, four, yeah. one. Last week, they've been uh, they've been crushed. It's 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 crazy. We about how to get in that. Been. I think, but Gino also had a craptastic week last week. He has not <laughs> looked like the He's Gino been... that people were drafting him for. No. Yeah. Um, you know, maybe last year was a Cinderella season for him, and you know he's turning back into that pumpkin. I, um, I locked out in a couple of leagues. People drafted I, him like literally like two, one or two spots in front of me. Yeah, and I was like, oh, I'm pissed. I was like, man, damn. yeah, I and uh, I have him. Uh, I was probably that guy in most of those leagues. I feel like I have him. <laughs> no, in, you weren't. Uh, in a handful of leagues but and. I, I oh, it's been it's been I got bailed out sailing. So anyway. I'm hoping for a, a nice bounce back for him, but I will uh I will agree with both of you that, that Trevor's the pick this week coming off the bye. Jackson Hill keeps winning, you know. Um Dougie Fresh getting a, a, a full week to work with these guys and try to get them back on track, even though they've been winning 
Trevor Lawrence also has not looked very yeah. great this year. Mm-hmm. Um, another high draft prospect quarterback that just hasn't performed to his draft stock. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think, I think that he's the pick here. Oh, it only took one question and it's a clean sweep. I feel like I'm not doing my job correctly. You're not. (laughs) All right, Joe, you get to start us off on this one. Maybe this one's a little bit more difficult. We'll see. CJ Stroud off that record breaking performance against the Bengals or Jared Goff at the chargers. You got this one is super tough. I have golf right now. I feel like this could like it's dude, it's it's minuscule, like the points that separate them right now for me. Um not after game day. <laughs> okay. Um <laughs> well it's always close in projections, but then well, game day oh. hits and well, it's, right. It's yeah. So, like, so look, there, there, there was a couple of issues, right? One, golf is terrible on the road. And so he's going on the West Coast. That's not going to help. Um, the Bengals have, they do, they've stepped up, man. And so that's a tough, that's a, that's a tough matchup for, uh, for Stroud. And I know, like, you know, everybody's bonkers for Stroud right now, but, you got to be careful. I mean, you can't chase the points. Um, mm. My my gut tells me my my gut tells me um, golf, but man, I I I wouldn't I wouldn't you know I I wouldn't sit there and be like, oh, you're wrong if you start Stroud over golf. Um, it's it's an interesting one, AJ. I think I'm leaning Stroud on this. Yeah. Um, wow. I mean, golf has the better matchup. I mean, I know you said he's going on the road and this and that, but, you know, the Chargers are very vulnerable to quarterbacks. Granted, two of the quarterbacks that they've played at home were Tua and Dak, who both lit them up. Um, well, wait, hang on. So golf's playing the Chargers on the road. Yeah, that's what I'm That's saying. who I was talking about. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm saying the Chargers have been susceptible to quarterbacks. Yeah, yeah, no, the, quarterbacks. yeah, no, yeah. You're right. They're, they're, their home, passing defense has been yeah. When the Chargers have off. been at home, <laughs> they've given up a lot of points to Tua, to Dak. Um, you know, Chicago they also had at home and Las Vegas. Nobody cares about those teams or their quarterbacks. So, um, I think the matchup is definitely there for golf, but. I don't know. There's just something about Houston, man. They're they're like my sleeper team this year now that I'm rooting for because I just are fun. I I just like what Stroud's doing. I, yeah. Um, you know, I love D'Amico Ryan's and uh, him coaching them is just like a, a just a whole new. So, so he, thing. here's the thing about golf. Let me just tell you real quick, and and uh, Anthony, sorry, to, sorry to break in oh, here. No. The thing with the thing with golf, home and road, right, is same amount of games so far this season. Eight touchdowns, though, to four on the road, three interceptions at home, to two on the road. So okay, that's slightly better. 
yards are actually better on the road, but they're playing from behind because he's not scoring as many touchdowns. Like he's just not making it happen, mm. you know, where it counts. And so that's the difference there. Like everything else is sort of in line. And so, yeah, maybe the matchup will help, but I feel like he's had some pretty tasty matchups you know, th- this year on the road already, and it just hasn't worked. So I worry about it. Like, I'm still with you. I'm still with golf. But again, I wouldn't fault you for playing Stroud. It is super close for me. Anthony, you are up. Listen, uh, you know, Stroud, you know, we talk about home and away splits. Stroud at home is, mm-hmm. is and I, he's a rookie, obviously, playing sensational football, but he's much better, especially his fantasy numbers are yeah, much better true. at home. His best road game at Jacksonville, week three, he gave us 20.6 DraftKings points. Everything else was was was, was fairly uh, pedestrian compared to what this guy does at home. Same thing with Jared Goff. Home and away splits aren't great, but if you go back Tampa Bay, 32nd against quarterbacks, puts up 25.4 in Tampa. Now you get, uh, what, the Chargers. They're 31 on the road. I, I think we're going to get a, a, a Jared Goff solid game on the road. Yeah. He seems to just take advantage. Of, you know, I think they might got Montgomery coming back, uh, yep. which which could open up the play-action pass a little bit. Maybe we see J-Mo uh, get one deep coming off the bye. Now he's a little bit more acclimated with the playbook. So, yeah, I, I trust Goff more this year in some spots on the road more than I did last year. All right. I did my job better this time. <laughs> I uh, we got some other questions. Let's yep. mix some of these in here real quick. Yep, absolutely. Cohen, uh, he said his team is Hertz, Jonathan Taylor, Bijan, AJ Brown, Diggs, Waddle, Laporta. Is this good for a twelve man and Stevenson? Hmm. I like I mean, the fact you got AJ Brown Hertz, and Diggs. I mean, I think you're struggling with Stevenson and B. John at the RB2 spot, like mix and match there. Um, Diggs and A.J. Brown is phenomenal. Your receivers are phenomenal, and, and you you struck gold with Laporta. So, yeah, I mean, I, this is a great team. I think if you're if you're struggling with Bijan and Stevenson every week for RB2, and that's the only problem you have going forward – it, yeah, this should win. This should win. I a would league, like to have but, that uh, problem on some of my. You're going to have to deal with some depth, you know, problems possibly. I don't know. I, I feel um, like this team might have, you, you know, like you had Bijan going early. You know, Waddle and, and JT they start popping at the at, at the same time. Stevenson's slowly getting in a mix. So like this team could have started slow, but I, I think right. it's, it's prime to make a run. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Yeah, I was just gonna say the same thing. Like, yeah, Bijan was awesome early, and Manal sucks. Stevenson maybe started to pick it up, but yeah, Waddle and JT were not good early. So yeah, yeah. I it, mean, it's, it, you're it's probably hurting. like what four and five, five and four. So you're questioning it, but this team has like a playoff, like yeah. you know, like a like a six yeah. team, uh, like let's go win the championship run type of feel, like. And I've been in many, many leagues where that happens. So I feel uh, like the the only knock I would have is, as you mentioned, it could have been a slow starting team, especially with JT being injured to start the season. Um, 
and now Bijan kind of falling off. But me being me, I look at bye weeks, even though I shouldn't as much as I do. But this week, obviously, you you got you know uh, Hertz, AJ, and Waddle out. Next week, you're gonna have uh, Bijan, JT, and Stevens out. Uh, Stevenson. Or no, yeah. Well, so yeah, like I said, hopefully depth is not so, a major major. As long concern, as you but... were able to like maintain early in the season, even though it was likely a slower start, you you got a couple of rough weeks ahead too. So hopefully yeah. you get through that, and once you do, I, I think you're primed for a, a nice playoff. Yeah, Ron. Uh, let's get two more quick ones. Another, yeah, I was gonna say let's get one. We're in here. So we Williams got a. Uh, oh, there we go. Sorry, man. I cannot pronounce this name here. Cinch, Tzinch. Uh, you were on. Uh, you were on the show I was on last Friday too, man. You were on this show last Thursday as well. So I, I think he's on my show every once in a while. Yeah, yeah. I call he, him TZ this, on YouTube. TZ yeah. on YouTube. Zinch. Yeah. Just call him TZ. Zinch. Yeah. There we go. TZ. Uh, so Javante Williams or Ramondre Stevenson full PPR. I'm I'm going Williams. Uh, we we've just seen the uh the rise of Javante Williams coming back and, and mm. Stevenson, yes, I get it, man. He had he like I said earlier, he broke that like big ass run. And other than that, man, it's been a bad season for Ramondre, unfortunately. And he's hard to count on. So give me Javante, yeah. he's getting the volume, and it's been the the Denver offense has been okay. <laughs> More than okay. Um it's the defense that has really kind of crushed them. So, anybody else? Um, I, I think this is close for me because you know you, you have Ram three out of his past four games over fourteen and a half PPR points, and you got Javante really slow start, uh, but then past two twelve point six eighteen point eight on DraftKings. But what's notable here, season-high 43 snaps against Kansas City, and he handled 30 touches, which tells me the injury is far behind him. Now you get the bye week. He's fresh. Buffalo is vulnerable, right? Their run defense early this year was already rocky. And then when you lose Matt Milano, I think Matt Milano is one of the most underrated Uh, you know, middle defenders in the NFL, uh, and you can run it all down their throat. So I, 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 I like both. I, I think I'm going to lean Javante just because yeah. I trust the Broncos. As crazy as it sounds, I trust the Broncos a little bit more than I trust the Patriots. Yeah, that offense is not good for the Patriots. I was AJ, any the, I, I was, I was, I was off season. I, I, I had a lot of exposure. To, yeah. to pay, you know, like Gasecki and Mac Joe. I thought Bill O'Brien, Billy O was going to resurrect this team. I was all in on Juju, man. I was like, oh, he's going to get peppered with targets. That didn't happen. Uh, yeah, I was too. And that's. Uh, uh, you, you, you listen um, to me. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. <laughs> anyway, any difference? In, uh, any difference? I, yeah. or, uh, can we I mean, move on I, to the next question? Anytime I can go car ramrod, then I'm going to go with that. All right. to, to say it. But <laughs> it sure. is close. I think either one. One more question, Mike, and then uh, let's move on to the receivers. Or no, we got one more running back. Sorry. Tampa Bay or Las Vegas? Oh, man, I'm uh, a Vegas man. Vegas, Vegas. Give me Vegas. I'm going Vegas. Um, I'm assuming, is this just this week? uh, Yeah, that's what I'm going with, man. 
That's that's yeah. Who does Vegas play? Jets. Oh, oh, oh we lost you, man. No, <laughs> my, my my camera went fuzzy for some reason. Stream, um, Streamyard mixes messes with my camera a little bit. Uh, Vegas plays the Jets. Uh, the Bucks play. We just talked about this. Bucks or Tennessee. Tennessee. Um, yeah, I'm, 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 yeah, I'm all in the Raiders, man. That, yeah, that I kind of like the Raiders. That front for the Raiders is so nasty with Max Crosby. Mm-hmm. They're, they're yeah. so good. I and know Trevor they'll get Moore on the, the back, back end. Playing really, playing well. If you need an IDP plug and play because of bye week or injury, Trevor Mooring. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's move on, Mike. Let's do all it. right. AJ, you can start us off with our running backs here. You want James Cook against that Denver defense? Or Ramondre Stevenson, who seems to be a theme tonight against the Colts. <laughs> we know uh, him. I, I'm gonna go Ramrod. Why not? You yeah, know, me double too. down on my myself. Uh yeah. I you know, Indy Indy can be uh can be had in the running game. I think with this being another overseas game, um, you know, to me, it just seems like the way to win these games is to ground and pound. And I think Ramondre is going to get the opportunities there. And uh, I, I like him. Yeah, I'm with you on, on Ramondre. You know, James Cook, four out of his past five games, under eight DraftKings points, not getting any money touches in the red zone where Ram, like, he's not getting volume as a rusher, but he's had six targets in three out of his past four games. Uh, so he's obviously heavily involved in the passing game, so at least we can hang our hats on a PPR floor. Yeah. Yeah, and Cook and PPR over the last five weeks – as one game yeah. in double digit score. Yep. So that's yeah, I mean to that. me it's just it's matchup based more than anything. Like in you know, remind like it you just have to hope that they don't go, oh the running the you know, this Colts defense is bad. We're gonna use Zeke for you know I, I do think like, Zeke could be don't. involved. Zeke and, could be, Zeke's going to be involved, but be a, the matchup you know, says everywhere. I mean, adjusted but... points against, you know, fantasy points against. Like everything says it's Ramondre. Um, Cook's been fine, but now they're, you know, they, it just, no, Cook's, it's still the Bills and it's still the Bills running attack and it's, just, it's not reliable enough. Yeah. So, yeah, move on. Interesting, not reliable enough. And here we are praising the New England Russians <laughs> being reliable for fans. Good point. Good it, point. Well, it's more reliable than the Bills so far. <laughs> All right, on to the next, as Joe says. Anthony, you get our second one. Rashad White versus that Tennessee Titans defense or Aaron Jones against Pittsburgh. Rashad White or Aaron Jones? Um, It's close. Rashad White had a solid game yesterday. Now, normally Tennessee's run defense is pretty good, but they're not impenetrable this year. Uh, But I I still think Aaron Jones, like I was out on Aaron Jones last week, and and that wasn't a a good move, but I needed Hmm. to kind of see him be involved. I needed to see 
uh, I, I needed to see Lafleur, right? Because because going into last week, he's saying, okay, like we're going to unleash Aaron Jones. Well, I, I I need to needed to see that check written and cashed. Uh, so I'll 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 buy back into Aaron Jones this week against Pittsburgh. I've got got his back to back. Um, so I, I, I go half PPR, uh, so it's 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 back to back for me for for these guys. Uh, the matchups aren't great for either one. Uh, the Steelers are, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean the Steelers have been letting up a lot of points, but like I don't know, man. Like it, it's when they're facing guys like. You know, Aaron Jones, who split work, you know, they don't allow a lot of points. And so, like, again, do you trust Aaron Jones to, like, go bonkers with it? Um, I don't know. Like, I want to. After one week of them proving, Aaron Jones proving that he is clearly the better back, I want him to be the guy to get get the ball. Yeah. I'm going with White, though. Um, It's because he is – clearly to me the guy who is going to get the vast majority of the work he's heavily used in the passing game right now with Tampa Bay I know Tennessee's rushing attack is is uh is is very good but when you mix in everything else that White can bring to the table and the risk that Jones brings with them using Dylan uh give me a shot White Answer at home. So there you go. Yeah. Um uh, yeah, clean, clean sweep. I'm, I'm no, going it's not a clean sweep. We, oh, we no, split. I'm sorry. So you're the tiebreaker. Oh, I'm going. Oh, uh, so you're going Aaron Jones. No, I'm going, I'm going white. Oh, I, okay. I think I I like the matchup much better for Jones, but just every week I look at him and he's got a damn questionable tag next to his name mm. and it just destroys me. Um, I obviously last week he did come through and, and, you know, made it worth the the start against a very crappy Rams team. Again, Pittsburgh is susceptible. So I'm, I'm like trying to talk myself out of oh, Aaron Jones, dude, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. I know a lot of people are saying like, Camp Tennessee is has been like they've been like good against stout the run, but... against the run. The last few weeks, Bijan twelve, Najee fourteen, and Jalen Warren twelve. This is the last two weeks. Yeah, maybe they're showing holes, right? Maybe it's starting to get they're I starting think, to get tired. Yeah, I think Rashad yeah. White can do damage against them. Aaron Jones is, and he is literally the only guy there. So. Yeah. Aaron Jones is gonna split work with 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 Dylan. We know that whether we want to, whether we like it or not. So yeah, to me it's white. I don't know. Yeah, I I'm leaning white. I just think the volume is there for him, yep. and the the defense can be, you know, attacked. So I'm, I'm leaning white. All right. Uh, we got a lot of questions. We got it. We got to rip through these a little faster. Uh, so uh, unfortunately. <laughs> We gotta start talking a little more, but uh, Mike, yeah, get get a couple more of these questions in, and then uh, move on. I over mean, yours. Just yell, really yell, yell at us, man. Tell, tell well, us there's only really been one question, 
It's just been some comments, though. Oh, I thought there was more. Sorry. There's just uh, this. TZ again. Zinch. TZ. All right, so we got JT, Breeze, CD, Amon, Kincaid versus... Whoa, this is a big trade. Uh, Holy crap. All right, so Jonathan Taylor, Breeze Hall, CD Lamb, Amon Ra, Kincaid versus... ETN, Pollard, Chase, Keenan, TJ Hawkinson. Full PPR. Which side do you take? Hmm. Uh, rapid fire. AJ. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, Sorry. That's close. Man. I'm going on side one. Yeah, baby. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna go yeah. side one as well. Yeah, I'm going with the uh, JT Breeze CD side yeah. as well. I love those receivers. Yeah, uh, and I kind of think Kincaid is potentially better than Hawkinson right now. Yep. Um, <laughs> which Hawk's is a little weird. banged up too. So uh, yeah, Hawks banged up. He's dealing with Dobbs, and we don't know. Like, you know, I love. Dawes been it's, great. Man, yeah. don't get me wrong. He loves he loves throwing to tight ends, but it's close. On, you know, Kincaid but... has been great, and but yeah. even if he doesn't pass Hawkinson, the rest of the lineup is better outside of Chase, in my opinion. So, yeah, yeah. I like it. That's the only question we had. I feel like we had a billion things come in, but you just said they were uh, comments. So okay, we're good. Move on, man. We had a comment about DJ Moore being on the Bears might be the biggest tease of my life. I'm so tired of taking him in fantasy. Well, that's that's, uh, that's one of your friends. Uh, Tyler, yeah, there we go. Yeah. <laughs> How to be Tyler. What's up, man? Nice. Thanks All for right. watching. Receiver time. Let's do yep. it. Yep. You get to start us off, Joe, with oh, the receivers. Man, and uh, before, we start, me. <laughs> before we start, Anthony, just so you know, you get to start two out of this and sit one. Okay. Joe, you get Mike Evans versus the Titans, DeAndre Hopkins versus the Buccaneers, and then DK Metcalf against the Commanders. Who you sitting? Who you starting? I'm sitting DK. Uh, I love, 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 love the matchup for DK. Um, the wide receiver ones for teams has absolutely dominated the commanders this season. Mm. My problem is I'm not sure DK is like the true wide receiver one on that team right now. They spread this ball around. They're yeah. getting JSN involved. Lockett is actually had more targets than Metcalf so far. They've been running more deep routes and stuff like that with DK and it hasn't worked. Evans going against Tennessee is awesome. Hopkins, Will Levis, I know he's a rookie. This dude just loves to sling the damn ball. Tampa's defense is awful. So just let him do his thing. Those two over DK for me. AJ. Um, Yeah, I'm definitely going uh, Nuke at Tampa. Um, And yeah, I agree. I think I'm taking Evans as well. I mean, he's he's still got you know Godwin there. Um, obviously, Kate Otten is is starting to get some play, but 
I still think Evans is the number one, um, and Tennessee can definitely be thrown on. So it's it's close for Metcalf and Evans for me, but I'm I'm leaning Evans. Yeah, I'm with you with it being close between Evans and Metcalf. Metcalf is on the injury report. Veterans Day rest possibly today with the hip. Uh, so we'll probably know more about, you know, DK Metcalf and his playing status tomorrow. But, you know, DK Metcalf has not lived up to expectations. Neither has Geno Smith. I love the matchup, but there's also like JSN. Got that Bobo scoring touchdowns yeah. here and there. They have Lockett. And then, of course, I love <laughs> yeah. the running backs in this matchup. So I'll sit DK Metcalf. Did you think you were talking about clowns when you said Bobo? Did I? Yeah. I love it. But Jake Bobo, right? Yeah. Jake. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. You say Bobo. Whenever I hear the name Bobo, I'm like, that sounds like a clown name. It, it really does. Let's be real. It, it, does. Be real. it really does, right? That is a real thing i know i'm just whatever. Well, that was bozo right yeah oh, yeah oh uh, maybe was it, there a yeah, bobo? It is bozo the clown uh there was bozo the clown i don't know if, i don't know if there's a bobo mm-hmm. but that's that's why i just sounds, said it. anyway sounds the same yeah sure. we'll go with it i'm sure there's some clown somewhere that goes by bobo oh, oh yeah there was a bobo barnett who was a clown in the 70s i just had to google that huh <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say Google. maybe maybe yeah. Bobo is like Arthur Smith's clown name. <laughs> no, the clown's name is Arthur Smith. <laughs> <laughs> All right, AJ, you get our second receiver question. Mm. Deontay Johnson right. versus the Packers. Devontae Adams versus the Jets, and Terry McLaurin against the Seahawks. Who you sitting? Who you starting? You're no fun, man. Uh, I told you I got to do my job better. I feel like I need to play Deontay just because he's been super solid since he's been back. So I will make him a definite start. Um, I mean, Seattle does tend to give up points. Uh, They've only had one game where they haven't had over 100 yards between the receivers. Wow, look at that. Arizona. Another Josh Dobbs game. <laughs> um, McLaurin's been underwhelming, though, this year to me, and I've got him in a couple of spots. I just feel like they have so many other receivers yeah. to feed there with Dotson and uh, you know Crowder has been getting getting some play. Um, Kerr Samuel uh, when he's healthy. Um, he's so what's that? He's not, he's not healthy, now, though, but anyway, yeah. I know what you but, mean. I know what you mean. Yeah, I mean it's it's he's still getting targets. So it's just it's just hard for me. McLaurin to... still seven. Receiver yeah, seventeen. I mean. He's still getting. He's a lot okay. Of yeah, but I, I get it. He's not like he's not the blow up games that you're looking for. Yeah, I'm. I get it. The ceiling isn't there. He's just consistent. Like he's like Keenan Allen, like four years ago when he was just like, "You're okay." <laughs> yeah, I'm we gonna good. sit Devonte just because the Jets are 
the best mm-hmm. team against opposing receivers. Yeah. Um, and his quarterback sucks. So it's actually easier than I thought. All right, Anthony, <laughs> disagree, agree. Yeah, you know, it, it's close, but Devontae sits. You, you know, you, you just have to, if, if you're a Devontae manager, uh, nobody has to tell you uh, how bad it's been uh, outside of a couple games earlier this season. Four out of his past five in the single digits in PPR. Never thought I'd have to say that about Devontae Adams. Uh, but, yeah, he he has to sit. I am actually on the Deontay Johnson train really um the uh remember i get it and like mclaurin plays look volume is there for him matchup is there for him mclaurin plays uh adams to me like the volume is there for him look you you cannot look at last week with with o'connell that was a blowout right away that game was ridiculous. Nobody like so to me. I think this is a closer game, and they're going to need to rely on the pass game more than they did last week. And Devontae Adams is going to eat. And so, if you're going to give me a yes. who's going to get more, <laughs> wow, <laughs> who's going to get you know, if you're going to give me like volume versus volume. Which one do you want? Adams getting volume or Deontay Johnson getting volume? In I want Adams getting volume. Uh, so, Deontay. It, it's tough. Yeah. It, but it's the way we roll. Sorry if we don't help you guys. Um, uh, moving on. <laughs> I, I, I love making these questions for you guys because I love starting do you, controversy. Do you, I love, do you I love, love stirring the pot. Yelling at us. Yelling. <laughs> You just love the fact that we yell at each other. I mean, if it ain't you guys, it's me, Dylan, and Ike. Um, or you and me. That's fair. Or you and AJ. We can go on and on. But, yep. <laughs> Anthony, you get to finish off the wide receivers here. You start Marquise Brown against uh, – oh, no, that's not – I think I got that yep. wrong about Cleveland. Marquise Brown? Um, no, It's not playing. against Cleveland. It's um, not yeah. against Cleveland. I messed it's that Atlanta. up. I'll, I'll Atlanta. Atlanta. Yeah, Atlanta. Thank you. Atlanta. And Amari Cooper at – Baltimore or Jordan Addison versus the Saints. Um, this is this is the toughest question so far. Yep. Um, I'm in on Marquise Brown mm. with Kyler back. I, I think he sees volume, and I'm no longer really scared of that Atlanta defense like I was in the first month of the year. Somehow Arthur Smith broke the defense too. <laughs> um, uh, Jordan Addison against New Orleans. Uh, New Orleans defense. Uh, normally better at home. This is a home game in Minnesota. I'm actually going to sit Amari Cooper. Amari Cooper has not played well, I don't believe, historically against the Baltimore Ravens, Uh, especially earlier this season. Neither really has Deshaun Watson. So uh, I'm actually going to fade Amari Cooper this week in a lot of spots. Um, I agree. Everything you said, I'm spot on agree. So I'm just going to move on. AJ. Yeah. I mean, just looking at the numbers and what we got, I I think it's pretty easy to to bench Cooper this week. Um, do you, now, would you play Cooper over uh, the new darling Noah Brown? <laughs> no. 
No. No, he, he he's the third receiver on a team now. You've got to hope for a couple of like deep shots. Yeah. Yeah. Nah. Exactly. I get it, man. Like, I mean, I'm just like, I because I know you're not as far off as it should be, though. That's that's, that's, that's the scary thing. So, yeah. But anyway, um, all right. So, do we have any more questions, or should we comments that we can? We do. We do have one. Do we do from Teasy again? Ah, there we go. Dak Herbert Goff. Uh, Jesus. He's. I guess he's talking about just this week. So, kind of talked about this already. I mean, I'm going Herbert. I'm going Herbert. Actually, no, 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 no. I'm going Dak. Mm, uh, Yeah, yeah. No, sorry. I'm going Dak. I'm definitely going Dak. I don't usually have Dak ranked that high, so Mm. I didn't even think to look that high for him. (laughs) So Um, yeah, yeah. That uh, I'm going Dak. Sorry, Anthony. What did you say? I'm. I might actually go a little crazy here and go Jared Goff. Mm. You know, Dak against the, the road? Gi- no. week one against the Giants. Dak, Dak put up like much. ten points because Dallas's defense put up a lot of points on their <laughs> yeah, own. That was a weird actually, week. But now, like, look at this week. Giants are starting like Vinny uh, Venuto. So, I don't know some kid from North Jersey. I'm a Jersey guy myself. I don't even know who this kid is. Yeah, Danny DeVito. I'm actually yeah, going Danny, to Danny bet the Penguin. Dallas's defense, the Penguin. <laughs> Dallas's defense has scored two touchdowns this week. I'm actually going to sprinkle on that. I just don't know how much Dak's going to have to do. That's true. That's true. That's true. Especially yeah, when we get if you don't if you don't pick, trust right? Dak to need to be able to pass ball against this this team. So what you're hoping for when you start Dak in a team in a game like this, right, is that the the offense the Giants can't do anything right and even better is Tommy I said Dane DeVito on purpose but Tommy DeVito <laughs> he turns the ball over in the like Dallas side of the field and so then Dallas just gets a short field and Dak can throw a couple touchdowns and then call it, call it a night I get it. I also don't think it's going to be a total blowout like it was last time. That was a, like that was a weird scenario. Yeah, but, but the Giants are at somehow worse with their third quarterback, no Darren Waller, and an offensive line that's banged up. So they're worse than they are in Week One in Dallas. Beat. I get it, but man, they're still like kind of staying in games. It's weird. Their defense is like their defense just keeps. And that and this game is that was a this game is in Dallas. That's fine. So, like I said, if, if you want if you want to move down to, I would say I would personally I would start Herbert over Goff. You know, you said Goff. I I do Herbert only because Goff is not good on the road. Um, Herbert's good at home too, so that's the way I would go. Like I've got Dak. And Herbert back to back, and then golf a couple of spots below that. So I would do that. Um, Dak's got the matchup, but I totally, I totally get the reservations starting Dak. Um, you're you're good to go no matter what, man. <laughs> that's yeah, a that's phenomenal trio of yeah. quarterbacks this week. So yeah. you're not really gonna go wrong. Anyway, 
Let's finish off here with our tight end question and then do our fun silly string pick. You're you're not gonna be happy because Taysom Hill's peeking his I ugly know, head. I know you do it again. to me in week every week. I, I, I mean hate. why not? He's on fire. Dalton Schultz <laughs> at the at Cincinnati against the Bengals or Taysom Hill against the Vikings. Joe, who are you picking as your tight end? Why do you start with me. Because Anthony was last. So it was your turn to start. <laughs> That's the rotation. I'm kidding. This is probably I the know, first time I've gotten it me. right. I, shh, I know it was me. I was kidding. Uh, I'm going Dalton Schultz. I hate that. Dude, I don't know. If you're not starting Laporta, if you're not starting TJ Hawkinson, if you're not starting Andrews, if you're not starting Cade or Kittle or Kelsey, I don't care. Kelsey's out. It, I know that. So you're I'm still just saying just in general. I'm, just, I'm saying in general. <laughs> then I don't care. Like honestly, though, uh, this week, uh, I mean. Look, the safer play is Schultz. And I say I'm gonna say this every week. You put Hill in here. Schultz is the safer play. Hill is the oh, he's gonna score two touchdowns because they're gonna do some stupid shit with him play. But come on, how many times have we seen they just decide to not do that with him? Yeah. And so he doesn't score touchdowns, and then he gets you like 25 yards. To where Schultz is going to be way more involved. So I would start Schultz over Hill. Yeah. But I, I get I get it if you want to start Hill over Schultz. It's it's funny. I feel like you think I'm a Taysom Hill believer, and I'm really not. I'm just curious to actually hear your thoughts about this because you, you know Schultz coming off Sunday too, and I hate it. I well, you hate, know what it is? I'm I gonna hate give my own questions. I'm going to give it my two cents too. And I would do the same. I'd be starting Dalton Schultz. I mean, like you said, it could be this, this game that Taysom Hill is not used at all in the red zone. And he's they useless. do that. They'll do this for like three or four weeks in a row where it's like, Oh, he's, yeah. you know, he'll throw for a touchdown. He'll catch a touchdown. He'll run for one. It's weird that they're like using him in all three phases. That's sort of different. It feels like, I don't know anything or AJ, if you, you know, when you, when you come back around to this, like, I feel like I've never seen Taysom Hill like actively used in all three phases of the game every single game yeah. for multiple weeks in a row. Usually it's like one, one phase of the game, but all three phases, that's weird. So that's where I'm like, okay, so maybe this is the real deal. So, like, maybe we can trust this, but it's still Taysom Hill, and I'm not sure. Like, Dylan Schultz has been a monster, though, man. So, mm-hmm. like, I'll, I'll just, I'll just, th- I'll just take Schultz. AJ, yeah. I'm I'm gonna lean Schultz and the uh, 51 points he put up in Scott Fish for my bench last week. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. Okay, sh- Scott Fish, be damned. If it makes you feel <laughs> better, us, I started. Give us your him. real no. answer. Oh, and I also AJ. had John Smith and his 31 points on my bench. Yeah, and I still won both my matchups, so I was happy. Nobody, nobody cares about your Scott Fish team, AJ. I know, give me the give me the answer in, for real. What in a normal setting, in a normal I would league, still thank you. Lean Schultz. He's been more consistent over the course of the season. Um, I, you know, I knew it coming into this season that he was going to be a nice safety net for uh, first first round. Yeah, and and he's proven to be. 
So yeah. I like this from Jamie, by the way. Sure. If you're projected to lose and play Taysom Hill for the upside, I you know what? I like that. I actually. don't hate that. Yeah, I, I, hate that. I like that. So Anthony. Yeah, I, I'm all in on Dalton Schultz. First three games, anomaly, slow start. I, I picked up Schultz in FFPC's tight end premium. People Ooh, dropped nice. Dalton Schultz, and, and I picked him yeah. up. Wow. And I've been riding. People dropped in Joku during his bye week, too, which was crazy to me. But, like, you know, Schultz, since week four, double-digit PPR points in all but one leave. game. And that one game, week eight against Carolina, the Stroud, the whole oh. offense didn't show up. But Dalton Schultz has been absolute money. He scored a touchdown uh, in four out of his past five as well. So, yeah. And, and Cincinnati, yeah, easiest, easiest, easiest matchup for enemy tight ends. Yeah. No, it's been good. All right. AJ, you ready for this? I I am. I am indeed. All right. Uh, I, was I feel like we need up. some music for the uh, silly string pick. I was supposed to pull up some videos and totally forgot. Um, <laughs> uh, oh, damn it! I had them pulled up and then blank. So I may, I may switch my pick depending. Well, do what you gotta do, man. Based on that last part of it, but okay. it involves your boy Taysom Hill, who is projected right now in half PPR at 6.41 points. I think he smashes that over because he's going to play three different positions. But that being said, are we only looking at the points for him as tight end? Hmm? Or do these is, I mean, this is his, the projections on our site from Vandal. They have him at, 6.41 6.41 points as a projection. How how is it that low? Wait, wait, wait. Who wait who? Taysom Hill. Oh no, yeah. Don't don't use these Hill projection boards. Yeah, don't don't use those. Um what I want to do is, is show is show this video. Uh keep your pick. So what I what I want to do is show right. this video here. Uh, this is Dave Eddy, who lost our silly string pick last week. Uh, I'm trying to share my screen here. Here we go. Uh, Mike, you want to put it in here for me? Yeah, there we go. So I can get everything up. Um, hopefully, did I share the audio? Shit. Uh, let me know if you can't hear it. Can you hear it? All right. You oh, yeah. want to watch me get shot with silly string. Now, why the hell would I do that, you ask? I've been part of the Silly Strings picks, and what we do is we take um, a player, and we have to choose whether they get above or under their projection for that week. Week nine, I chose Alvin Kamara, and he did me dirty. He needed to get, like, points <laughs> or something, and I think he barely got go. over 10. So I'm about to take my punishment. So go ahead, kids. <laughs> nice. Just straight to the face every time. <laughs> Headshot. All right, you are about to watch. All right. Yep, there we go. Nice. Well done, Dave. Yeah, that was good. Uh, I got to find Howard Benders, by the way. Yes, I uh, I owe one for this past week, but yes, you uh, do. I was, 
little under the weather, obviously, as you could probably tell by my voice. I give I give props. Not as sultry sounding as I usually am, but um, I, give, I give props for Howard Bender doing it where he did. <laughs> oh no, he no, he's he's good, he's good, he's good. Um, I wouldn't have done it in the house. I got to do it outside oh, when I got silly. I did one in the house. I did one outside the house. It was it was it was a weird one. Um. For a minute's it, worth of where did spray. I put the I put, 30 I put, to oh I know up. where I put the Howard Bender one uh I put it in the general chat oh here we go oh and I hate the fact that they don't is it what which twat chat start speaking Joe what 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 speak you guys why don't you guys talk for a little bit? Right. Let me, so, let me figure uh, things out. Cutting back I mean, to this barn burner of a Thursday night football game, we've got fourth and inches, Carolina, on their own. Oh, God, nineteen, and they oh, I almost didn't get it. Gutsy play call. <laughs> that was inside their own twenty. Absolute guts. Give it to Frank Reich. I don't know why he wouldn't have just gone straight up that opening instead of running to the side and then almost not getting past the, the marker. But Could it be any worse than Dak stepping out of bounds on the oh. that two-point conversion? That was brutal. I, I mean, I liked it, but I did. Was... As a Cowboys fan, obviously, I did not oh, like that. Yeah, no, it was... I thought we were. At, that was just unlucky. I was like, just straight up unlucky. Seriously, now now he's just gonna get this too. And I was like, oh wait, he did step up. All right. As long as the 49ers, I I rather the Eagles and the 49ers, and I'll always openly admit that. I I have more of a hatred for the 49ers than I do the Eagles, as a Cowboys fan. Oh, hey, I, the, the as a Niners, Packers fan, I can I can relate. Like <laughs> they're all, just so obnoxious. All the <laughs> yes, they are. All of the Billy you know, fans the, are the worst. No, they give standing ovations yes. to people now. You know, we've got our own play called the Brotherly Shove. Come on, <laughs> we're a changed fan base. You're the worst. Why was shoving <laughs> anyway. nice? Uh, I can't. I can't find the damn uh, video right now. I don't know the hell it went. Um, I had it this earlier. What? Yeah, I should have looked up. But anyway, Howard Bennard had a great video. It was awesome. Uh, I wish I could have found it. But um, anyway, man, uh, I think I think that's all we got for the show. Um, unfortunately, we have to do our picks. Oh, did we not do that? Sorry, no. man. I was... No, you've been searching, searching for everything. For... All right, all right. So, uh, Anthony, <laughs> yeah. give me your 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 pick for this week. Sorry. Um, I'm I'm gonna go with Tony Pollard to go over his full point PPR projection. What did you say it was? Seventeen two. Oh, uh, Pollard. I found it, Joe. Full point. No, I I I put it on the on the sheet. Yeah, it was like seventeen point two or something. Uh, Joe, I found Howard's. Oh, did you? Seventeen point two. Yeah. Share it. Share it. Share your screen. Stop sharing yours. But yeah, you know, I you know, I I don't like I said I don't like Dak this week. I like Dallas's defense yeah. to show up, and I think Pollard he did he hasn't scored since week one. I I think yeah. he he has one of his better fantasy outings this week. Yeah, he kept it short this week. All right, EJ. All right, I am uh, 
as I kind of alluded to slightly earlier with my fandom of Nuke at Tampa, I am going with him to go over 12.21 points, half PPR. Um, I mean, Tampa just got destroyed by receivers last week <laughs> and Josh Dobbs. And uh, I don't know if Will Levis is better than Josh Dobbs, but I guess we'll find out. I mean, yeah. All right. So my pick, which I uh, I asked both of you to help me pick my player, and AJ, you picked a good one, man. Deontay Johnson, the half PPR projection point is 9.9. It's actually 9.93, but 9.9. I'm going to go over. We've talked about this a lot already, so no need to talk about it. So. Let's yeah, move you're on. not gonna start uh, this week. Mike, you've got the uh, video ready to roll. We've got our uh Howard Bender. We love you, man. But time to be embarrassed. Oh no, no, no audio, no audio. Mike, send me the link real quick. I was gonna say it didn't give me the ch- give me the option to yeah, have audio. Send me, send me the link. Send me the link. I got it. Just, just put it in the private chat. We'll we'll get this really quick. And then we'll close <laughs> as you're sharing your screen, how to do this. Yeah, this yeah, yeah. friends is how we share <laughs> links with each other. Yeah, oh, we got it. we got it. we got it. Nope, <laughs> fucking a dude. Close it. Oh, just, welcome just to amateur the, hour. Put the link in. Guy. There we go. All right. So we got this. Uh, boom, boom. We got, I know. Maybe if you had your shit together in the beginning. Yeah. Mm, sorry. It's like we don't even have a producer for the show or anything. I mean, what the hell? We don't. <laughs> we don't. That's cool. It's a voice in the sky, not a producer. I always say that. Clearly. <laughs> You said this was going to be quick, Joe. Oh, at least I'm going to make it work. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> going to spray me with some. Don't, don't. I got to rewind it. Hang on. What's going on, everybody? I'm Howard Bender from Fantasy Alarm, and it's time to pay the piper. That's right. I lost the Silly String Challenge run by Joe Bond and the Fantasy Six Pack folks over there. Uh, and I jumped in because Calvin Ridley was supposed to do me right that week, last week, two weeks ago. I don't know, man. It's been too long since I paid this off. So my illustrious wife is going to spray me with some silly <laughs> thing. <laughs> How many times are you going to miss? <laughs> How many times are you going to miss? <laughs> All right, there you go. What's up, Fantasy Six Pack? Thanks so much for letting me be a part of it. I'm sorry it took me so long to get this video done. All right? Peace out. Oh, my God. Nice. Well done. <laughs> yeah, right. sorry. I had to do that because it was so good. How many times are you going to miss? <laughs> so good. Uh, anyway. All right, Anthony. Um the show's over. 
Um, unfortunately, we don't have any more of these videos. We got lots. Actually, we got lots more to show if we really wanted to. They're 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 old, but we're not gonna do that. Anyway, uh, let everybody know where they can find you and your stuff this this season, the rest of the season, man. Yeah, uh, at the real NFL guru on Twitter and social media, and at uh, fffaceoff.com uh, is all my fantasy content, and and obviously live streams on and YouTube and everywhere else. Pretty much same place you can find your your stuff: YouTube, awesome, Twitter, man. Facebook. Yeah, man, we uh we love having you on, man, and uh you 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 do great. Always a fun time. So, uh, if everybody hasn't checked his stuff out, you need to do that. So. uh Thank you for coming on and, and talking and hanging out with us, man. We uh we will do it again soon. All right. Have a good night, man. All right, take it easy, Andy. All right, AJ. Uh that's all I got. I'm done talking, my throat hurts. I gotta make my pick. Oh, oh yeah. What what the fuck? Jesus Christ. <laughs> I don't know, Mike. Gee, I needed the time. Life. I'm going I'm uh tired, man. <laughs> Going Tyler Lockett, Ooh. With Seahawks, projected ten point nine seven, playing that's against a, the Commanders. Half PPR, half PPR playing against the Commanders. Price. All right, DK's a little uh, beat up, you know, a little banged up. Yeah, I was gonna say put it. Well, put it in the sheet. So we'll Lockett. figure it out. <laughs> but it's gonna be an over for that ten point nine seven for Tyler Lockett. Alrighty, okay. Alrighty, guys. That is it for the show. Thank you for hanging out, and uh, we will uh, check y'all out next time. Bye. Uh, supposed to do something else. I know. Where we oh, Jamie also yeah, wanted Lockett too. Goodbye. <laughs>